Atlanta premiered on FX on September 6th, 2016. Let's put 27 minutes on the clock. Pilot study, Chris and Grimes. They're talking all of your favorite shows, but only the pilot episode. That means the first show, in case you didn't know. Please never know what show they're gonna talk about, but they're only gonna talk about the first one. And that's the premise behind Pilot Study. Hello and welcome to Pilot Study. My name is Chris Lantinen and I am your host and I'm joined as always. He's technically homeless. It's my co-host. It's Grimes. Yes, sir. Good evening. Are, are you? Did you find a, a place to sleep tonight? I did. That's, that's my biggest worry every episode. Is Grimes doing this from an alley? I got a warm couch tonight with my <laughs> name on it. Our special guest today is a modern vinyl contributor. He wants to know if he can measure your tree. It's Zach Bame. Welcome, Zach. Hey. Uh, one really quick note before we start out. We're actually this time going to try to stick to our time limit. Uh, this season, it's been kind of like a sick joke in season two that we name the episode length, and then we go over it for by like 20 minutes. <laughs> but the episodes are designed to be the exact length of the of the pilot that we're talking about. So... Hopefully 27 minutes today. I like the urgency and I like the fun of trying to contain the discussion to that pre-decided total. So we're going to try to limit it to 27 minutes, but there is a lot to talk about with this one. So if we fail once again, we'll do better next week, <laughs> I think. We'll see. Uh, we've got a really great episode in store for you today. We're talking Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, previously Troy of the great community. And we're talking his new show on FX that's titled Atlanta. Um, Atlanta focuses on Earn, who is played by Glover, a broke, basically homeless, wannabe hip-hop manager who suddenly discovers that his cousin, a.k.a. Paperboy, is actually talented and not just a drug dealer. I'm a paperboy. <laughs> but he does do deal some drugs on the side. Uh, so this episode is titled The Big Bang. And I want to start with start out with Zach on how Glover transitions one of his most known lyrical topics that is fitting in as a black man, especially in rap culture. How does he transition that lyrical topic to the show? Well, yeah, that's definitely. I've, I always I've considered myself to be a childish Gambino aficionado, and that's definitely a topic that comes up with every single piece of music that he puts out. Is this uh, idea he raps about often that? Some people, you know, in the business and in life don't really see him as being black enough. And I think the episode really focused a lot about a lot on that. There's a scene with um I don't remember the guy's name. We'll just call him douchebag. Uh he's like he works at one oh six in park, he's a white guy, college age, I think, and he tells him a joke and he drops the N word and just expects Earn to be, you know, cool with that later in the episode. Earn's trying to get him in a little trouble, I think, and he has him tell the joke again in front of Paperboy and their friend. I can't remember the friend's name. And obviously, Darius? Yeah, Darius, who's played by uh, this gentleman from who was in Short Term 12, had a really mm. standout part in the movie Short Term 12. Great yep. movie if you haven't seen it. Yep, he does the, uh, he does the poem. That. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, so yeah, he has him tell that the white guy tell that story, and and it, and he obviously leaves out the N word because his uh, Donald's friends are 
uh, much more harder looking than he is. So, <laughs> right, right. But yeah, it's a it's a lyrical thing that he goes over a lot, and I think it 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 is a great example of kind of what Donald's been saying, and and that is, I read an article today about how this show he wants people to feel, you know, how it feels to be black in America, mm-hmm. and I think that's a very you know he could have went with a police shooting or anything, which you know is the show's prime set up for that to happen later on, but he went with something much more subtle and understated with, with just the idea that, you know, he, he, he has issues with people thinking he's black enough. Um, Grimes, my first question to you Mm -hmm. (laughs) is Paperboy's song good from an objective (laughs) rap fan. And you guys, you guys can both answer this. Is this this song actually good? I have thought about this, and I ever since um, it's hard out here for a pimp won an Oscar. <laughs> we have to think about there's two different like you can't judge a rap song in a movie or TV show against real rap songs. Right. It's never gonna be as good. You know, you're just not gonna put the work into it. But it's passable. I mean, I think just like hustle and flow. This the music fits. It doesn't sound too corny that somebody shitty did it. You know what I mean? But is it good? Like, am I going to listen to it ever outside the show? Probably not. But <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's TV it's, good for sure. It well, yeah, that's that's for sure. It is TV good. It's it's stuck in my head in uh, not a bad way. Um, like I, yeah, I, it's definitely I, not bad in any way. If it was on this, if they put out a soundtrack and it's on there, I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, it's it's very much like a uh, Atlanta so- hip hop song, like um, like what I'm talking about is like Gucci Mane, yeah. who who's been in the news a lot lately since he just got out of prison. But it's very much like his music. It's very, it's a very very simple beat, uh, silly lyrics, and um, it's like one of Gucci Mane's good songs or or Flocka's good songs. It's catchy. This but, would be a good Flocka song. That is yeah, a, a great yeah. explanation. <laughs> Hmm. Um, I thought I I thought I was going to come into this uh, this pilot this pilot discussion with this great insight about how it reminded me of Twin Peaks. Right? I was like, oh man, this is like Twin Peaks the for rappers. Show. Yeah. And then and then uh, I was reading something that Donald Glover said. I think it was at the TCA's, which is the Television Critics Association conferences, and that's exactly how he describes. Did it. he really verbatim? Yeah. So my thought wow. my thought was in no way original, but I did want to explain a little bit of my Twin Peaks uh, comparison. I you know honestly I got that too and well i wonder if we we got that from the same scene well it wasn't it wasn't the dream scene like i know the dream scene would kind of be like the the most common and the easiest um, comparison point but really kind of what reminded me of twin peaks was it's like this show and twin peaks both of these shows are all about shooting like air quality like it's a character like when they're at the gas station at the beginning and the end the fluorescent lights are like overly bright they're almost like trippy in a way but more so like this air this air quality is like when you meet his dad there's shots of him there's shots of urn and his face is almost like fuzzy like the air is so humid it's so thick that it's like almost hard to see through and i thought that was the mac i was watching it on because i was watching it on an older computer but then i brought it up on my new one and it's the exact same like filters being used well, and everything. 
I was just in Atlanta last weekend to go to IKEA, and I think it might just be Atlanta. <laughs> very hot and humid. Well, that, that's, no, that's cool to me. It feels very lived in, and it feels like um, the environment is that is that secondary character. Yeah, I definitely got the Twin Peaks vibe as well, and that's probably from is the dream scene the one on the train? Is that what we're talking about? Uh, either that or the deja vu that happens at the gas station, which yeah. we can talk about here as it we get into it. It wasn't the. Are we allowed to spoil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the train scene, he's talking to the guy. That was weird and everything. But really reminded me of Twin Peaks, and I actually thought of before you had kind of texted me and said it reminded me of Twin Peaks, was him, that guy that just disappears, him walking into the woods with a dog. I don't know. That reminded me so much of of some of the woods stuff in Twin Peaks. Well, I think the easy way they could have done that, like an an easier, like less – less ambitious way would have been to have Earn turn around and the guy's just not there. Like, he yeah. just disappeared. But instead, they, like, really play up the fact that he might be real, he might not be. He's walking in the woods with this random dog that appears later. It's a very, very... It's just a strange way to frame even, like, a dream sequence. Because usually yeah. the subject would just vanish. And right. then you would just automatically know, okay, that guy was fake. And you can move on from there. What, what did we think of the deja vu? Grimes, I'll start with you. I don't mind deja vu if you can tell, which I mean you kind of can, but I don't like dreams and shit like that. I don't. I'm not into. <laughs> oh yeah, like, you you have, you have a dream rant. Well, you know, first of all, unfortunately, I'm not uh, well versed in Twin Peaks, so I can't really join you guys there. But I definitely believe you and trust your opinion. But what in a show like this? Okay, it's very real. It's gritty. It's raw. He's showing us. Real shit that our little white suburban rural bubble minds can't really comprehend. Then you have to throw in all these levels and make it like Inception. And then you have to sit and like, and now I have to figure shit out. Okay, is this real? Is this weirdo eating a Nutella sandwich? What's this mean? What's the do- Everything means something. Like, I think there's enough meaning, especially in this show, that you don't have to add like, Right. I don't know. It's his choice. It's awesome. I'm not saying the show's bad in any way. I'm going to watch the whole season. But it's just something, as a viewer, I prefer not to have to you, worry you, about. You felt as if he had enough content just yeah, based on the, on the well, or- organic storytelling. Yeah. To me, I, I honestly, I think he's pulling stuff from – which which I think he's pulling things from like Louie. Because I got a couple of Louie vibes from this show. And I think that's a real style of making – uh, shows that Louis has kind of pioneered that's that's um, becoming quite popular is this like single camera like you know that's been done forever but having some of these weird little elements in there um, and just kind of telling this like the story of a simple person's life but with like some weird weird little um, like some sur- surrealness attached yeah to just it. a little yeah. bit like the the man eating the sandwich. You know that wasn't too weird. I mean, they're in an urban city. It wasn't city. too weird, but he like, was, he, he, I mean, about, I there's know. crazy people on on in public transportation. So True. it kind of it's <laughs> like, it was like just a weird little vignette uh, almost. You know. But why? Why? Like, so Louis has been the man now since what 2009. There's always one comedian who's like the comedian, and then right. you move on to the next one. Right. So this dude is on year seven. Does everybody like? Of course, it's popular. It's the same thing that happened with The Office. Then you spawn Parks and Rec and blah blah blah. Like a style is good the first time somebody does it because it's their style. Like, why does everyone have to be Louis now? We've had Louis for seven years. He's still being Louis. He still has his thing. But I mean, I mean, like, a sh- I, I don't know. I think his show has really 
recently gained a level of like uh, revenants that that like it's being really taken seriously as opposed to just like the first two seasons for it's example because now if you if you're up if you watch louis every single season gets deeper and deeper and and weirder and weirder and he pushes some boundaries as to like what you can do with you know the simple story of a person's life tv show can i can i ask about the deja vu thing so darius also has the deja vu so the way the episode is structured, are, are we to believe that the beginning is most definitely the end, um, just in that circle formation, yes. um, with the with the gunshot eventually landing them in jail? That's structure-wise, we agree on that, correct? I, yes. That is my impression. Okay. Okay. So let's see. But at the same time, we don't. I mean, honestly, we don't know if what happened in that shooting scene because they haven't actually shown right the shot, and in, they in, haven't even. None of the characters have even said that they've that they you know took the shot it just kind of you know it ends that way and there are discrepancies because in the beginning um paperboy has his gun right he has his gun automatically there's no passing from donald glover's urn to paperboy right i but, didn't even mm. so. but in the end he d- he leaves his gun and um donald glover looks as if he's going to pick it up and bring it out with him so we have that discrepancy we also have darius also having the deja vu yet not being on the bus with Ern and seeing that dog in the first place. You see right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we, have, we do have those two discrepancies. What I thought happened at the beginning was that the thing with Paperboy did occur. Also, is Darius... Yeah, Darius is in that scene, and so that would have to be at the end because Ern had not met Darius at that point. Well, Darius has... Right. And Darius has the deja vu at the beginning. Yeah, he has the whole line about it. They, they, they kind of trick you in the beginning. They make it think like Ern has not spoken with Paperboy because of the shooting incident. Like I mm-hmm. thought, I thought yeah. that's what it was, and he showed up for the mom's funeral. But other than that, they had not had um, any relations. So they really, really masked it very well that they were going to return to that Inception style um, at the end there. So I thought that was a really good play. I just thought the gun thing is a little curious. I almost think that Ern fired the shot. But I don't know why. Why in that sequence of events that would have happened? Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. We'll find out. We will find out. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely been a really good uh, starting place. And one thing I did want I want I did want to talk a little bit about go back to the music a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I just think it's really cool that that. Uh, He's not on it. Yeah, Donald didn't shove his music into yes. it. Yeah. That was awesome. I mean, I. I I love Childish Gambino. I'm a big fan, but it was awesome that, you know, he didn't do his own theme song at the start. He didn't, right. yeah. you know, he's not, it doesn't seem to be a show about Donald actually making music. You know, it seems to be about, hopefully it's going in a direction where he's kind of this manager, which will be interesting. You right. know, who knows if he's going to ever jump on and lay a track or if he's just going to be the manager in the situation. You kind of hope, though, that he doesn't ever do that. I think that's because it is cool that, okay, it's not. We all know that you're a real rapper. Exactly. You don't need to be like the new Will Smith. (laughs) Yeah. Just act. You're good at acting. You know, that's good enough. There's like a really bad version of the show where he's the rapper where he's he's more so like on the cusp of stardom. Like they start Paperboy at kind of the perfect position. Yeah. It's it would basically just be like Atlanta. Um God, what's that show? Uh, Empire? No. Yeah. Oh, um... Well, yeah, could, yeah, that too. Is, there's another hip-hop show that's on right now, isn't there? 
Oh no, that's the get down. No. That's that's like a that's a period piece. Um, oh but, no no no! I was gonna say it's like uh, it would be like Atlanta, like an a spinoff of Entourage. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I can get that. And so there'd be like he'd have. I was like that's what I was kind of expecting until I saw the really strange promos he was putting out i was kind of iffy on this because it did kind of sound like like because the basic plot when they first announced this was like atlanta rapper and i kind of got the vibe that it would be like an entourage with donald glover being the main character who raps and has like this group of friends and so i'm really happy like once i started seeing those promos that it was looking a little weird and then we get into the first episode and it is a little weird and it's not it's not something very generic and basic and Look at this this rise to stardom, at least so far. I I'm glad that there's going to be no stardom anytime soon. I think as soon as somebody like really truly makes it in a show about show business, it immediately loses a lot of its urgency. Like once the characters become rich, like once an entourage Vinny chases at like the top of the top of his game, the the downward spiral of the recently like appointed king is never as exciting as the ascent. But right. at the, I mean, at the same time, it, it very well could go in that direction. I mean, that Paperboy song is a hit. Um, it's playing on the radio. I don't know. So Zach, you said his brother's on this, right? Correct. Yeah, his, his real brother. His real brother. Yeah, his real brother is uh, Stephen Glover. Uh, his rap name is Steve G Lover, and uh, <laughs> I saw him on. Uh, Donald Glover's camp tour and he I got to meet him he was a really cool guy um but yeah he's he was he's actually featured as the lead writer on the next episode Mm -hmm. and he wrote the paperboy song which is much more in line with his style of rap than Donald Glover's if you if you go and listen to his uh he has like a mixtape out and he's been featured on uh Gambino's mixtape royalty um it's much more um heavy i guess and uh yeah he wrote he wrote the music for the paperboy song which at the end it kind of sounds like donald but it's it's his brother uh grimes so rate on from one to ten how was the 420 joke i thought (laughs) i i thought it was pretty poor personally yeah i mean there was very obvious if you're out of college and you still observe that number or time of day (laughs) really for any reason i think and you know me, I, I'm a fan, but right. that's a little bit, you know. I'll, I'll I, think, I'll, I'll, I think that was the point, though. I mean, yeah, they're, they're it maturity. was kind of silly. It made me laugh. It made me go like, oh, gosh, they would, because that was their their whole, like, they were just chilling at home, you know? I don't know. Waiting. I was this assuming, is a pre, it's a pre-stardom, non-classy act. Yeah, I was assuming the cookies that he offered them were probably had something in them, because in that the start of that scene, he hands him cookies. Right, right. Oh, Dar- Darius is making cookies, yeah. The more important question I have is, how is there not a real rapper who has the name Paperboy? That's, that's a, a good rap name. That's better a, than the song. Great that's a great name. name. That's a great rap name. You know, I'm, I, I'm very happy that there are no cameos in this first episode. It was probably really, really tempting to throw, like, Master some, P. <laughs> some kind of cameo in here. And I just think he starts the story at such a small place that yeah. he, he really leaves himself so much freedom to really write and do his own story without being beholden to like the arc of an entourage or yeah. to like the the temptation to fill in a cameo because no famous person would cameo in Paperboy's life. 
right. at least not for yeah. five, six episodes. If they do it in episode ten, sure, go right ahead. Yeah. Well, see, I would be down with some like. Here's what I would hope for with with cameos. Either you're gonna have rappers who are popular today, but still in the independent realm, mm-hmm. and maybe they're actually playing somebody. It's not just like a, it's not just a cameo where they're playing themselves. You know, like they might actually be a character. I think that would be cool if you could find somebody who could do that and do it authentically, like like um, ASAP Rocky did in uh, Dope. I thought he was actually really good in that movie. Um, and also, uh, Vince Staples is in that movie and has a pretty funny part. Um, uh, you, you, you know who's been good on TV is uh, Joey Badass has been on Mr. Robot. Really good. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's been on Mr. Robot oh. for like, I don't I know, like check that out. five of the seven episodes. See, he's something like that would be cool. Or uh, somehow get like Atlanta rappers being there. Have mm. Killer Mike in there somehow. I don't know. Like that would be a nice way. But don't to, make it like, hey, we're in the studio with Killer Mike. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Don't make yeah. it entourage. Right. right. It has. To, it has it. to be organic, and it has to match the show's vibe, which is very organic in nature. Besides those surreal moments, you know, I will say one complaint. I love the pilot. They need to have. They need to do something better with the female character. The whole time she is, she is just the mother of the child, played as a complaint. And as an obstacle to his happiness, like I think they might they might get hit for that. I'm just throwing that out there. And I th- I think I think uh, I think that will I would hope that that would change as well. I hope. I mean, you never know. Like Donald Glover was hired onto Girls because they they didn't hire any black actors, right? So like he's he's been at the firestorm of like a gender race imbalance. And, and the whole Spider Man. Yeah, and he's of course storyline at the center of the whole Spider-Man. Thing. He's finally cast in the new movie, though. Right. Who knows who he's he playing? Is. He is. So, what's your guess as to who he's playing, Zach? I I'm really hoping he's playing some sort of something. I don't know something. I good. want him to play a villain. Yeah, that I would be. <laughs> I want fine to see with if that. he can do it. I would be fine with that, but I have a feeling he's going to be playing like the cool young teacher. Yeah, Uh, yeah. somebody that helps Spider-Man. It's in high school. I I think either the cool young teacher or he's like the J. Jonah Jameson um, stand-in as like a a blogger or something. Oh, oh, dude, I I hope they do not do something (laughs) stupid like that, but they probably will. will. They've been so hip so far. Um, Okay, so a couple more random notes I have. Um, the shot of him and his child on the bus when they're both listening to music in, on their headphones. Yeah. Uh, I love that shot. It's just be- beautiful. The whole pilot is, even if this thing had major issues, there'd be such beauty in that shot that I would give it a pass. Uh, Senator Clay Davis from The Wire is in this show. Yes, that's and, my shit. Yeah, and he's amazing. He better uh, say he better say shit like that in the show. You he know, better do it. A quick wire aside, like he does it in like everything he's in. It's not just the wire. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah, that. he does that in like almost everything. He he does that shit. It's almost like the creators of the wire were so smart that they were kind of ahead of meme culture before it actually existed. <laughs> because like once he did the did the first shit, it like it started really short and like. I think once people picked up on it, it got longer and longer and longer, and other characters started doing it. Bunk Mormon yeah. started doing it. Like it started to spread to other cast members, and I think it was like an inside joke that they were going to try to fit it in as many times as possible. It, it, it's really good casting, though. It really yeah. is. Uh, great casting. Um, you guys want to do some Linorama? 
Sure. Let's do I mean, it. I don't know if I can remember any lines from <laughs> I it. wrote down a couple. Yeah, I, I'm not going to I didn't know what we were doing. I've, I've, I've got some written down as well. So pilot Lionel is pretty simple. We throw out lines anyways, um, but now we just have a format for it. So Grimes, Zach, me, we're going to go back and forth and see how many lines we can toss out that we <laughs> like from the show. Grimes, start us out. World star. <laughs> I have. This is definitely. On, this is definitely going on World Star, which is the second mention that he yells at him for. Wow, dude, I I don't have any. No, that's okay. Any. Me and Grimes will go back and forth. Yeah, go ahead. Could I measure your tree? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, she was fat and not interesting. <laughs> what happened to Princeton? Mommy's going on a date with some corny dude. No, this. Oh, is, I, I, I didn't like that one. I, li- I like the finish though. No, this is a great environment for you. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Are guys. some people here just to make it easier for the winners? Okay, I like that. That's good. If you could use a rat as a phone, that would be genius. <laughs> that, that that whole scene killed me with the rat and the phone. That's that, I do want to talk about that for a second. Go ahead. That the show is. You know, for being so weird in some points and being like so many one-liners that just killed. Yeah, even yeah. heavy in some points. There, it was really funny at, at quite a few. It was one. It was Lover like Lover can do some stand-up. You know, He's yeah, funny. he can. And like the one-liners were just so like there wasn't a lot of like situation-based humor, but the one-liners just kind of rescued everything. I assume the situation-based humor will be present, but it was just like it's zinger after fucking zinger in this episode. It was great. Do you have any more, John? You know, that's it. I'm out, man. You win if you have one more. Well, we don't have to make it a contest. It's not a contest. But, <laughs> but if you want, if you want to say I win, okay. Um, you win. Let's see. Uh, you're talking about your daughter, man. When uh, they're saying like, I did see a woman today that I didn't try to sleep with. Yeah. And uh, did you break it up with a stick? In regards to oh, his, gross. the turd the size of my yes. arm. Yes. <laughs> yes. That what part. The hell was that, that was about. That was the one part I really, really laughed at. Yeah. Shit humor gets to me, man. We got about. That reminded me of Friday. That dad was always talking about taking a shit and shit. I did. Yeah, I did want to say this was a good. Like this felt like, like some of the fun parts in uh, Boys in the Hood, and it felt kind of like Friday at some points. Yeah, I really did like, like that. It, it echoed to some of those movies. All right, so last final thoughts. We got about probably 30 seconds for each. Let's let's uh, let Grimes go first. All right, well, like I said, this is probably one of the better pilots and Thank certainly God. one I enjoyed the most that, that we've done in two years. Mm-hmm. I hope that they don't lean on weirdness for weirdness' sake too much. You know, I like it. Obviously, we talked about that. Um, just thought it was awesome. I'm going to watch the show, and uh, I hope it stays this good. Zach. Go ahead. Um, I really liked it. Uh, I I was a little hesitant because there's been a lot of work that, you know, I'm I'm a fan of Donald Glover, but there's been some projects he's worked on that I have just despised, and this was one that I really enjoyed. Uh, I'm really excited to see where the show goes. As of right now, I know we're only one episode in, but if they released a soundtrack on vinyl, I would probably buy it, Um, (laughs) which I cannot say about any of the other TV shows uh, that seem to have all these ridiculous vinyl releases that I can't keep up with. Um, this would be a cool one that I'd, I'd definitely are you ta- purchase. Are you, are you talking about Stranger Things? I'm talking about all of them, man. <laughs> There's like eight volumes of Game of Thrones. I know it's a long show, but man, <laughs> is the music that good that you just want to <laughs> buy eight volumes of it? Same with Stranger Things. Like, 
so many different versions. Just give me one. Just give me right. a simple one that I know what to buy. I don't put out five or uh, six. 180 gram black, mastered for vinyl. Let's just leave it at that. So my final thoughts. Um, I guess what, what really impressed me the most about this one is just how small they kept it. And I think that's going to be a key for it going forward. Yeah. In a show about hip-hop, I think it's really tempting to get someone in the booth as quick as possible. Even like a scene, they, they probably could have fit a Paperboy in the booth session in this. He could have went and met him, not at his house, but he could have had to go to the studio, you know, to meet him. And, mm -hmm. and Earn likes the Paperboy song, but it's not a smash hit. And I think this show, if anything, it knows build. Like... We needed this pilot to see where these guys live, to see the yellow floral pattern on that nasty couch that, yeah. they, that they smoke weed on. Like they, we, yeah. we needed this pilot to be about the little details and not exactly the greater plot narrative um, push. I, that, that can come. That can come at the end of the season. We need these details to build this world because yeah. every show that's shot in, in Atlanta is filled with British white actors and you can barely tell it's Atlanta. Yes, right. I'm, I'm throwing shade at The Walking Dead. <laughs> so, like, we need a show that portrays Atlanta as it should be portrayed, filled, right. filled with people that actually live there, like Donald Glover. So, yeah. uh, my he, only complaint huge, huge is props that for authenticity. My only complaint is that uh, you know the whole season's not out. I can't binge watch it. Right. Yeah. Wait. It it feels like a Netflix show, doesn't it? It does. It like has like that slow build that would really work as a Netflix show. You know, I'm kind of glad it isn't though, because we're instead of one week of dialogue about it, Stranger Things is, is an anomaly, right? We we get ten weeks of talking uh, yeah. about this show. Like it it would it would have came and it would have went. Look at the Get Down. The Get Down right. has gotten pretty good reviews, but it just came and went because it wasn't a sensation. Netflix really shows, watch it. yeah, Netflix shows need to be sensations, or otherwise they're done. Or they're done. <laughs> yeah, it, that's really how it is. So uh, let's wrap it up today. A big thanks, of course, to Zach. Zach, where can they find you on? I know you use your Instagram a lot, but where can right. they find you on all the social media and anything else you want to throw out there? Well, my Instagram is a little weird right now. Right now, the name is Trash Panda Art with some underscores in there, but I'm going to change it back, and it should be Aqua Boogie. Whoa! Aqua yeah, you, you you went about changing. You've you've been Aqua Boogie for forever. It, but I can't get just Aqua Boogie. That's what kills me. It's <laughs> always got to be like Aqua Boogie '91. <laughs> aqua boogie under like i just want aqua boogie who is the real aqua boogie we need them to come on the show and someone who doesn't their use their professor. instagram i've asked them if i can uh, have it and they those didn't. guys are the fucking worst um luckily i have a weird name uh grimes where, where can they find you on uh, instagram and of course do our uh, pilot study plugs for us pilot at pilot study pod on twitter yeah at modern dash vinyl <laughs> No, it's at Modern Vinyl. We don't have a dash dog. Oh. You're, you're giving bad I guess bad, it's modern-vinyl.com. It is. Yeah, we do have the dash on the dot com. So, and me, uh, Twitter, underscore Grimes John. Right. I don't know my Instagram. I'm changing my name to Paperboy, damn it. <laughs> I can't pa believe that's paper not a real boy, Paperboy Art. That's your new, that's your new company. Paperboy Art. Now, now does he spell boy, B-O-I? In the AV Club review, it is B-O-I. Okay. That's what I, that's what I, I assumed. Indica. By the way, that music video, I love how corny that was too, with them with him tossing the papers uh, yeah. with cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that was pretty real video though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was. Can I ask, like, can I ask you guys real quick? Have you seen the Suicide Squad um, video with Jared Leto in it? The one that has like uh, Skrillex and Rick Ross and uh, who else? Somebody else is in it too. It's, it's called Purple Lam Lamborghini. 
No. It may, it's it. not that's not even a Lamborghini in the movie. <laughs> it may be the worst one of the worst music videos I've ever seen in my entire life. It's real rough. All right, let's wrap this up. This has been Pilot Study, episode number thirty are we thirty two? Grimes? Sure. 32 we'll go with 32 and if i'm wrong i'm wrong of course at pilot study pod um follow us on soundcloud do all that good stuff and we will talk to you guys soon thank you And that's the premise behind Pilot Study. <laughs>